Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Centurion Leadership Battalion podcast, your source of accountability, inspiration, and motivation to become your best and reach your fullest potential every day. Our motto, it's simple, to use our determination to crush our everyday leadership tasks so that we dominate in our delivery of services and products to our clients and achieve victory and personal growth, profitability, and creating environments for those around us to prosper. Let's get this show started. Welcome back to the Centurion Leadership Battalion podcast. I am your host, Elena, once again, and I'm so excited to welcome back Justin Bizarro. Justin, thank you for joining us again for another question and answer style podcast. You're welcome. Thank you, Elena. I'm having a lot of fun doing these. I think um, we're starting to really dive into content and questions and trying to figure it out. So it's been a lot of fun. And I really encourage the audience, anyone who's listening in, to send in uh, their questions um, to the uh, Instagram DM, direct message us at Centurion Leadership Battalion, uh, and Elena can ask those questions as well, anyone out there. So. Yes, we would love to get some more questions and even feedback from you on what you're thinking and learning from our episodes, but we would definitely love some more content ideas from questions directly from our audience and ways that we can support and help you grow in terms of leadership or personally or professionally. So we would definitely love to open the floor for that. So we're going to jump right into our next question. If you have not listened to the other episodes that are Q&A style, I will present Justin with a leadership question and we will have a conversation just of his experiences or my experiences or ways that we have grown in terms of this question. So today's question is going to be really relative to what we're all going through right now in terms of the world and the way that the nation is positioned. Uh, we are asking Justin, how do you lead through hardship? And not only how do you lead through hardship, but how do you bounce back from hardship and jump back into a place of leadership if you have fallen off the wagon? So I'm going to give you the floor for a few minutes, Justin, to kind of brainstorm with that question and run with it. I mean, I think you have to have hardship in order to have leadership in the first place. I think leadership definitely exists in good times and positivity. It's a lot easier. Um, but without the hardship, I don't think leadership is as much developed or um, should I say can stand out. How do you determine if someone's a leader truly if they haven't been through a hard time? And I think um, what we don't realize is we judge leaders so much during the hard times as they're leading. But we never actually, especially politically in the United States, and when we reflect back, we're very judgmental. But we actually don't look at it as what is, you know, what does it take to lead during times of hardship? What are the decisions, the lives that are at stake, roofs over their head, food on tables if you're an entrepreneur um, in the government, maybe it's lives at risk. So or even in some cases that in you're in business in the population that you work with, uh, maybe be lower income. And then it is also income and also life or death situations for those families. So there's a lot of weight in those hardships, just in the decisions that you may create for people. So, I mean, leadership is a lot. Like you could create hardship, you have to lead through hardship, and then you have to all, by doing all of that, is some goal of trying to lessen everyone's hardship, you know? So it's like, 
how do you do it? I think, you know, one is how do you, how do you even prepare for it? How do you even know that you're going to go through hardship without experiencing hardship itself? Um, this is one of those things where it's like, God doesn't do something to you. He does it for you. And it's life and preparing for life. It's not butterfly and rainbows for exactly that reason. We have our own will. We are our own humans. We have our own independent thinking, our own way that we lead. And no two humans have ever been the same, right? In the way that we think, in the way that we build, in the way that are, we're made. So that being said, is we have to really embrace who we are, um, actually sit through those hardships and learn through them. Um, not try to be protected from them as much, but maybe more get guidance versus assistance. I think that's a big thing of learning to lead through hardship. You've got to be willing to say, hey, I'm going through a hard time. I know I can go get assistance, but I've actually got to learn something here and go through this myself. I think a lot of entrepreneurs learn this. You know, you don't want a lot of debt. You don't want another investor in there because you don't want to give up your hard work or divide it out. You have to go through the wind and grind to get there, the hardships to become a better entrepreneur, your business is better, you learn more. If you take the shortcuts, it takes you a lot longer to get to the top. Um, so, I mean, what do you think, Elaine? I mean, you've had some hardships in your life. I mean, have they prepared you for the leadership roles that, that have come for you? I mean, I, in my opinion, I think hardship naturally um, helps us become leaders also. I agree. And I, I love the point you made of, you know, things don't happen to us, they happen for us. And I think when you're walking through a hard season, that's definitely not what you want to be told, right? And that's definitely not how you always feel when you're going through something difficult. But as for me and just the hardships I've faced in my life, while, you know, continuing to be a leader or run a business or even just be, you know, a good sister, daughter, girlfriend, whatever that position is in my life, it can be really, really challenging. But at the end of the day, you know, working through those hardships and having the grit and determination to get to the other side of those humps that you come to and really being like, you know, it's cliche, but this is not a roadblock. It's a speed bump, I think is kind of the mindset that you have to adopt. And I think that facing hardships, whether you are a leader or would consider yourself a leader or not, I think it produces leadership qualities in everybody because you have to learn to have a resilience, right? You have to learn to be able to bounce back. And I kind of can level with everyone listening because, you know, some people don't face a lot of hardship in their life. That's just the reality. Some people, you know, are born and they feel like it's hardship after hardship after hardship. And life can sometimes feel like, you know, be, you're being kicked when you're down, but then there's those people that literally are born and they have like a silver spoon and they have no hardship and everything just seems to go perfect for them and whatever. But, you know, facing hardship, it produces resilience within you for anybody. So for example, like I was saying with COVID and just the climate that we're in as a nation and as a world right now, uh, people were forced literally to stay home and to change career paths and maybe not career paths, but at least work from home versus being in an, versus being in an office. Um, people had to adopt to, you know, having their kids home from school or not being able to see their children. So many things were affected by this virus. And I don't like making everything about COVID, but I think it kind of gives everyone a better idea of we all do face hardship. And on the other side of those things, 
we find resilience. You know, now the world has started to open up again. People can go back to work. Kids can go back to school this year. And although now with the, the second wave of COVID happening, I don't know how long that will last, but people have really had to, you know, learn to have resilience, learn to bounce back, learn to get back into those rituals and routines that they had previously. So I think it just gives a really good example of how, you know, hard times can produce resilience within us and give us an opportunity to learn and grow within ourselves. I couldn't agree more. And I think whether we realize it or not, COVID-19 um, and that incident, and I really want to dive into what it's taking to lead through this hardship, in my opinion, since it's relevant right now. But I think it goes back to we don't know what we're preparing for. You know, we don't know whether it's, you know, I was in college during 9-11-2001, which is right around the corner for everyone listening. And this podcast will probably be released somewhere right after that. It's my guess. But as we're, we're talking about it, like those things happen, history um, changes, opportunity happens for leadership in hardship. I, you know, in how many as awful it is to say, and I've lost my best friend, Andy Basevich, to war in 2007. Um, and so he was killed in action in Iraq and the army. So obviously that's sad and I wish it didn't happen. And, but there's nothing I can do about it. Like it's out of my control. But he decided to lead in that way and give his life for the country, his country. And I just, ha as a leader, I need to realize how much that was. So in that hardship, for example, an opportunity came, he had to serve his country, he stepped up and led um, after college as a second lieutenant. <clears throat> so those opportunities comes, not everyone makes it home. It's just, and not everyone makes it as a leader sometimes um, to the highest levels. And it's hard, but we choose and we choose what hardships we go through. And there's plenty of men and women that have come back also that have become great leaders. Jocko Willink has probably changed the world with his books, but there is a cost, obviously. Um, but again, there, there are certain things that are out of our control. There are certain things we need to do to protect freedom. There are certain things as the United States that we still don't realize that we are, we are whether we realize it, still the leaders of freedom and liberty and democracy in the world. Um, and it, we need to take care of our own people, but we also have always taken the stance that we will do the right thing for the world. So that's a big responsibility. It's not a godlike thing. It's not we think we're better than anyone or there aren't other countries that have the same ideals. It's just that it's both protective, like I have my family, but it's also I'm not going to protect them and put them in a cave like if anyone's ever seen the Croats on DreamWorks. So um, leadership is bravery. Bravery requires going through hardships in your life. So you're used to those hardships because you need to get used to and develop the habits of gaining the skills, especially leadership wise, to get through hardships in order to lead through them. <clears throat> and so I think, you know, let's talk about now, uh, for example, Elena, um, your question was during COVID. Um, and families divided and all that. So, um, but I, I, I think um, before I do that, I want to ask you the question, which is, I mean, how much of your life history, I mean, really, are the people around you, or maybe the people that you've modeled or, or you use as mentors, um, you know, before they ever made it or how much hardship or hard times, I mean, how, did they have to go through before they became leaders or the ability to mentor anyone, which is, is a massive amount of leadership. 
I think that's a really good question. Uh, and I think it's a very interesting question too, because it's not something I've ever thought about in that way. But everyone who I either look up to professionally or personally um, have been through a lot of different hard circumstances and they have wrestled and walked through um, really, really major difficulties in their lives. Um, my earliest, earliest role model and um, person I really just looked up to who walked through so much hardship was my aunt. And she had just been through so much in her marriages and just in her health. And I felt like, you know, I was always witnessing her face these hardships that, you know, and I give my condolences to the soldier that you mentioned previously, who, and you said some people put themselves in positions um, to be willing to walk through hardships, such as our soldiers. And, you know, my heart goes out to them and my prayers go out to them and to their families. But then there's also the situations where people don't necessarily choose that path and hardships seems to just find them, whether it's the result of someone else's actions or just, you know, sheer luck or we, you know, a sickness and illnesses, you know, we don't always know why those things tend to happen to people, but witnessing people walk through really hard times like that and face it with, you know, such tenacity and such strength and grit, uh, is really inspirational. And I think that really does birth new leadership qualities within you. Um, and it really gives you a reason to become a role model for others. I don't think, you know, anyone would look up to someone who just had life handed to them on a silver platter and be like, Oh, they are so inspiring. Well, what's really inspiring about that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, it's hard. And for those people, they need to go out and inspire in other ways and, and go do things. And that's where I'm like, <clears throat> for someone that's in a leadership position or in a, whose family's done well and they've, they've led and, and obviously gotten wealth because of it. Um, that's choosing to go through hardship. The other one, which I agree with Elena, which is the hardest one, which is things like, you know, families that grow, you grow up in alcoholism or you, there's abuse or, or molesting or things like that rape. Um, you know, if we want to talk about hard facts and what it really means to be leaders, we, we often don't identify those hard things that really take leadership, um, that people go through when we're, you know, as entrepreneurs, we see it in our employees and we go through it as businesses and the people we care about and the situations they put themselves into. Uh, some of us see it with our kids. Some of us saw it growing up. Um, some of us, whether we were born into a situation, we could not help it, right? There's what we would call the ovarian lottery, which is, I don't know what situation I've been born into. Some of us are born into better ones than others. You know, it's part of what I say lottery because you don't know. Um, <clears throat> but I think it's part of it is how do we, um, as leaders and as inspiring another generation are trying to make positive change that echoes generations. Um, and listen, I want everyone, I'm not going to go through the whole thing again, but core value number 12, episode 12, that is released on this podcast, um, would probably be a really good episode to go back to it's episode 12 to talk about maybe some hardships um, what it really takes to have courage um, and not be complacent in leadership. Um, and maybe some of the things that I've gone through that um, may look like with my father and as an entrepreneur and some hardships and some things, uh, family dynamics that we are all born into that can ripple across generations or um, things like alcoholism, for example, that if not treated or not dealt with, you know, can literally echo generations and the pattern continues. So 
you know, leadership is not only in the source of outward, it's also inward. And so I think that how do we not repeat patterns? And I think that individuals that go through hardships and learn to lead themselves through really, really fucking bad situations, to put it bluntly, um, because I don't know how else to put it, because I just, I feel for everyone, you know, animals and humans. Uh, it's, we've got to lead ourselves out of it so we can help lead other people out of it. And I mean, that's the truth. And I mean, if we really think about it, um, the, um, it is only through helping others that we can help ourselves, you know? And I heard that the other day and it just hit me like a ton of rocks because it is the truth. Like it's what we talk about in the core value that's, you know, be willing, um, be a lifelong uh, student, but also be a lifelong teacher. Like it's that same concept in, in um, AA and any step program there is, there is that willingness that you have to give back what you've been given because I can't be grateful for what I've been given until I learn to give it to someone else and raise them up because I am merely as a human, just a passageway in life of positivity. If I'm really living life to the fullest and listening to my soul and my heart, you know, we are all leaders in our own way. Um, so, um, so philosophically, you know, that's sort of there and obviously the hardship, but then you throw COVID into the mix. So now, we all have all the normal hardships in life, you know, that we're used to. Um, we, you know, all of us have been through 9-11 and what that shook up, but COVID was a different kind of shakeup where 9-11 hit us and hit home. Um, it didn't directly affect each of our lifestyles necessarily in the way that COVID did. Um, and so it's been interesting to me um, to watch all of it, to be a part of it, especially in food especially in the supply chain of food um, to watch what our quote unquote um, political electees have done during all of it. I don't necessarily think we, we have a group of leaders um, on either political side right now, if I'm to be honest and probably we'll get slack on this because I'm going political, but I think that um, if we're really looking to deal with a time that's different than any other time in COVID, we actually need to put people in place that are thinking differently than any other time. And it's just one of those times where, you know, major change is needed and not in terms of we're not being a democracy, but in terms of the way we look at the leadership, the way we deal with the situation, the way we deal with the politics, the economics and all of it and how we deal with it in our homes, how we deal with it in our schools, how we deal with it, our children, you know, regardless of what's happened, it's a part of our life now and, and everyone's going to be aware of something and handle something differently. So, um, gosh, leadership. Um, one is during COVID, like the worst thing we can do is create a boundary or a divide or a segregation. I'm going to use the word between, I mean, non-vaccinated and vaccinated, for example, the mass, the not mass. Yes, we need to protect the population as a whole, but we don't know exactly what it still looks like. And realistically, this is the fastest we've ever moved with anything. If we go back and look at polio or any of those things, and we should, we have major pharmaceutical companies and, and money and scientists and all that. But you know, we are still trying to figure out how to lead our way through this. And we need to be realistic that 
it's good to reflect and it's good to be honest. Um, and so what does really honesty look like amongst COVID? What is it, what honest conversations are we having with ourselves? Um, how much are we affecting, you know, the lower class to put it bluntly um, in our leadership decisions with COVID and closed downs and the way we're handling it, you know, how much negativity, future hardship, starvation, not lack of money, family legacy are we doing because the way we're handling things. I'm not saying that I know a better way to do it. I'm just saying we really have to identify the impact that we're having there and the divide it's gonna create economically in our societies. So leadership wise, you know, what is it? It's how do we embrace everyone? How is that we go through a hardship like COVID, but there's a way for benefit society as a whole. Okay, it's a horrible thing. We're fearful, we're scared, but we don't need scare tactics. We don't need fear. Yes, it exists. Yes, we need to take the right protocols, but how do we lead out of it? And where do we all go where we can all benefit? not just the people that are still okay during COVID, the people that are actually being negative affected. It's not, okay, great, we've created a mosquito net of vaccination, but is it actually helping economically, money-wise in our leadership to actually help the people that are really suffering during this time? You know, because here's the crazy thing. Salaries are going way up in white-collar jobs. And the demand for blue collar workers and money's going up too, right? But the problem is, is that we're, we're seeing a shift in the leadership that's needed to get all the people, the skill sets they need to now handle the higher income jobs or what's being created in the economy because we lost a lot of blue collar jobs that have now gone elsewhere, particularly in food. So how do we lead through it? I don't know, but I do know me personally and my family in food service partners in Primal Rock. Um, it's just, you got to keep going and you got to create purpose every day. Um, you got to think that we're going to get out of this and what do you want your life to look like? Like really like COVID is now just a variable in your equation of life. Like that is what it is. It's not any more, it's not any less, it's not something that needs to be more fearful than the other. And we don't need to go back to our caveman instincts of fear tactics and writing, running back and closing our cave and putting a boulder in front of it and not going out into life. We have to accept risk. That's part of leading humanity forward. You know, we talked about soldiers who die for freedom. Like there are people that died for a freedom that didn't even see COVID coming. It would be insane to give up those freedoms because we're too scared to leave our house. It seems crazy to me that particularly in the United States that we want to give up those freedoms when we fought so hard from and we're fighting so hard for equality at the same time. It seems hypocritical. So, you know, if I'm a leader and I'm looking at it, you know, we have a lot of things going on. We, we, on one hand, we're trying to create a more equal society. On the other hand, we're imbalancing it off of rhetoric and, and medical things, you know, it, and it is what it is. And everyone's trying to get through it, but everyone's trying to figure out what's best for their families too, and lead their families and lead their situations and all of that. But the worst thing we can do is cut each other off discriminate against each other because of a shot or not a shot 
Like I understand sick and not sick, but you know, at some point guys, we all played the cootie game when we were in grade school, at least my generation did. And like, we've, we've always known to wash our hands, be good hygienically wash with soap and, and shampoo since the bubonic plague. Like, so we, like leading is actually leading ourselves. We want to get through COVID, do the right thing for you. Do the right thing for you. Do the right thing that would help others also in COVID and we'll all balance out. But when we want someone else to do it for us and we, we, we jump on trains and, and we get mean and we get excitable and not understandable, it's not going to help us in the long run. And actually it goes backwards because you know, I think this affects the whole world um, in a way that we've never seen before. Um, not like even more than a world war too, for example. Uh, so, you know, I think we're looking at a different world. I think we're looking at leadership needing to be more holistic and thinking across the world. Um, but it's got to start here in the United States. I believe we're leaders in the world. We need to start it here. And the generations that are coming, we need to lead better. You know, we need to echo positivity. I mean, what happens if we created the most positive generation ever or the generation that did the most for humanity ever, you know, actually holistically, not just economically, not just putting roads on or whatever, like holistically, like the endeavor of man, um, the endeavor of animals in our life with the world or our planet. What if we figured out better ways to systematically integrate our ways in to farming and food and all that stuff? I think that that's leadership. Um, so um, I don't know. I went on a little bit of a long whirlwind there. I apologize, Elena. I mean, um, but I think that the point being is that we really need to lead ourselves to lead others. And then we need to help others in order to help ourselves. Absolutely. I think that was beautifully wrapped up there at the end. And going back to the original question is of how do you lead through um, hardship? I think you really hit the nail on the head is each day having purpose and continuing to, to drive through and having that, that grit and those intention to just keep going and keep pursuing every single day. I think it couldn't have been wrapped up any better. So thank you so much just for all of that information and advice and insight. And I hope that it will do great things for our listeners and for those who have maybe fallen off the wagon or haven't and just needed a refresh and a reboost of motivation to continue pushing through. Um, I definitely appreciate all that you shared myself. Thank you, Elena, and everyone out there. Follow us on Instagram at the Centurion Leadership Italian. You know, good things are coming, and I hope um, everyone gets something out of this episode. Please share it if you feel that you did. Again, go back and listen to core value number 12. Um, like I said, we'll, you can, we can talk about hardships and leadership. And like I said, I think all of us can lead through COVID. We can help lead in our communities to make sure that we actually protect people from, you know, child trafficking and rape and all of that stuff. Like there's plenty of things that we can actually lead through hardship, even though we don't have hardship ourselves or we've protected ourselves from that hardship. We can go lead 
in our communities or other people who have been born into that or have had it or soldiers who have chosen to protect our freedom and have hardship as a result of it. I think that we really need to recognize that leadership is not just leading forward. It's also leading those who have led for us. So, you know, and gone through hardship for us. So we have the things that we have, you know, our parents, you know, so on and so forth. So thank you, Elena. I love the topic. I have a feeling we're going to be talking more about this. So absolutely. Thank you so much.